Hey, it's Nikki on the Getting Real Podcast, and today I'm very excited to welcome fellow Wisconsinite Ryan Liebel to the show. Ryan, how are you? Hello. It's so nice to meet you, I guess, over the phone. Yeah, (laughs) and it's nice to meet you, too. So we are talking, obviously, because it's the Getting Real Podcast, we're talking about indie films, and this is a film that you not only created with your own production company, but you filmed it. In Wisconsin, Megs and Julie go on a road trip. Let's talk about it. Give us a brief synopsis of the film. Oh, God, brief. Okay. (laughs) Well, it's basically, it's about two best friends um, who haven't spent a lot of time together lately because my character, Mags, works a lot. And Mags' grandfather ends up passing away, and he leaves her a cabin in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. So... Basically, Julie convinces her to go up and see this cabin, even though Mags doesn't really have the time to do it. Um, And they do. And basically, on their journey up, they hit disaster after disaster after disaster. (laughs) And the trip really tests their friendship. And it kind of tests also Mags and sort of how she's living her life and what she's actually focusing on and what she should be focusing on. Um, and then, so it all comes full circle. They kind of have a blow up and then Julie says to her, you got to figure out your life. Mag says, okay, I guess you're right. Um, yeah. And then it's pretty ridiculous at the end. (laughs) So it's just a very funny, I guess, lighthearted physical comedy, which I really love. I grew up watching, I love Lucy and, you know, other, you know, John Hughes movies and that kind of thing. And, I just always have loved um, situational comedy, right? Like yeah. good actors in a situation that's gone bad, and how do they deal with it? That's always been really funny to me. <laughs> um, so that, that's what it's about. Yeah, so how much of this is based on reality, considering that you lived in Wisconsin? I, I left Wisconsin when I was about 18 and went to Los Angeles to pursue, you know, my acting career and all of that, and... I got into filmmaking, obviously, when I was in L.A. And then when I was thinking about doing my first feature film under my own production company, I was sort of thinking about where could I pull off a feature um, for not too much money, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I could do it independently. Um, I could pull a lot of favors from people that would be supportive of it. Um, And I thought of Wisconsin right away, really. That's kind of how it happened. And then I had this concept for a comedy. I was talking to another friend of mine, and she's just a very funny person. We laughed together a lot. And so I got the concept pretty quickly. Um, and I wrote the comedy pretty quick. But I, I did it with, you know, the fact that I wanted to pull something off for a limited budget. I wanted to be able to shoot in a lot of spaces for free. Um and Wisconsin delivered on all of that, you know, and, and not only that, but everybody was extremely supportive, um, really excited about, you know, being part of a movie, very excited to help. Um, yeah. And that's, that's how we pulled it off. How long did it take you to shoot this film? Cause that's not something that always impresses me when it comes to making these films, because sometimes they can take an extraordinarily long time and sometimes it's just really, really quick. Totally. Well, I didn't want to do any kind of shooting schedule that might mean that we lose 
some cast or we lose some crew. So we did a lot of pre-production work leading up to it. And then our actual shooting schedule was only 18 days, Um, you know, with some time off in between so everybody could chill. Not enough time, but some time. Um, So, yeah, so overall it took about 18 days, and we shot in Milwaukee County, Ozaki County, Sheboygan County, and Door County. Um, Yeah, so it was was very much a gauntlet. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But everybody that was involved was really excited about it, and and I think that's why it went so well, because people were just, you know, everybody that was involved, they really loved movies. They're very passionate about movies. Everyone that helped had the same viewpoint. That is the beauty of indie films, is that everybody has a passion for the project. And you see that come through in the acting and in the project itself. So it's always great to be able to watch these films and be able to see just how much love went into this project. Because like you say, there's not a big budget that goes into these films. People aren't doing it for the cash. No, they aren't. They're they're doing it really to get their hands dirty, to get their credits up, um, and also for exposure. You know, um, I told everybody, I said, this movie's going to get distributed one way or another. It's going to happen. Whether we go the film festival route, which we didn't because of COVID and yeah. all the rest of it. Um, but I went straight to distributors, and within two weeks, I was hearing back from people saying that they wanted to carry it and help us distribute it. So, you know, I said that I would do that to the cast and the crew and, and we pulled it off. So That's that was good. So how people, how can people see it? Um, hopefully we're crossing our fingers that pre-orders will start this week on iTunes. Um, and that's what we're really trying to drive. We're trying to drive the pre-orders because just like most algorithms, as you know, on social media, mm-hmm. the more people that like things, share things, talk about things, the more likely it is to show up in other people's feed. And the same goes for iTunes. So iTunes has this platform where the more pre-orders you get, 300 or more pre-orders actually make other people in other parts of the world, in Canada and the U.S., start seeing the movie on their own platforms. It'll show up in new and noteworthy or independent film filmmakers or whatever, that kind of thing. So pre-orders start soon. Hopefully I'm crossing my fingers October 27th on iTunes, but the full release, the actual release of the movie is Thanksgiving, which is November 24th this year. And for Canadians, it's November 24th. It's not Thanksgiving. Yeah, they already had their Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about you and your experience living in Wisconsin, because like you mentioned, you were a child basically when you lived here. But what kind of experiences do you treasure the most from living in Wisconsin? I think for me, it was a sense of community, mostly. Um, My parents had a tendency to move a lot, but they were always sort of in southeastern Wisconsin because they like to, like, get the next house. They like to renovate that whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was always a sense of community for me. I was outside a lot. Um, I really enjoyed the changing of the seasons, you know, like when the apples were ready in the fall and then the gardens came out in the summer and you could get this fresh produce. Um, When I got a car... I loved being able to get into my car and just drive and be in the countryside, Um, you know, see beautiful farmland, go to a state forest, uh, just sort of get space. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but mostly it's the people in Wisconsin. And, and it, it rang true again when I was shooting the film. They're very genuine, down-to-earth, hardworking people, and they're willing to help you, um, which is, you know, you think that would be a very common thing. It's actually not that common in the world today. And so that always strikes me about Wisconsin, the, the, the willingness, you know, when somebody has got a flat tire or something on the side of the road, the willingness of people to stop their car and see if you need help. Um, so I think that that to me says what Wisconsin's all about, you know. I absolutely 100% agree. You, This is your first feature film with your own production company, correct? That's right. That's right. So how long have you been in the process of getting this all together and trying to, you know, get your own production company going and then producing this this movie? And what are your future plans? Well, I mean, for me, for a long time in Los Angeles, I was sort of, I was always working for other people, whether I was directing or producing something or coming up with a concept and getting hired or I was acting and auditioning uh, for major studios or independent features or whatever it was, it was always sort of other people deciding my fate, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So in 2018, I started to look more at the idea and the concept of me kind of running my own show and carving my own path. Um, And so that's what I did. So, you know, that whole process of sort of starting a business and all of that, it's actually not that complicated. It's really just a lot of paperwork. Um, But then pulling off, it was very important to me in that first year to pull off the first feature. And so within four months of creating my own production company, I was already in pre-production for my first feature film. And within the first eight months, the film was already done. Um, So it's always about speed. You know, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in just getting stuff done and making it go right. No matter the barriers that come in. Um, but you know, that process can go very quickly if you've got strong enough intention. Um, but yeah, I think it's important, you know, I think more and more and more, which I'm sure you've noticed in the film world, there are a lot of avenues for independent, um, artists and filmmakers in general to get their, um, you know, work out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really cool. It's, it's sort of this great shift again. It happened in the 70s. It happened in the 90s where, like, more and more independent filmmakers were coming up and making material and then, you know, being more and more known. Um, But I think take advantage of that. You know, if you're an independent artist, you're an independent filmmaker, take advantage of the access. People need content and they need good content. And if it's well produced and it's quality, you'll find a home for it. Yeah, absolutely. And now is the perfect time because people aren't going to the theater for the big blockbusters. They're looking for movies or films to consume online and on, you know, on these on demand sites. So now is a great time to be able to get that content out to people. Totally. And we all love seeing movies in movie theaters. I mean, that's the way to see a movie, especially a Star Wars movie. You want to see that right on a big screen with the great sound and all of it. Um, but you know, for something like this is, this is a very straightforward physical comedy. I knew this movie, it wasn't destined to win Oscars. I wasn't trying to win awards with it. I wanted to make something that was uplifting, that had a lot of heart and just made people happy. And I really do think that we accomplished that. 
Well, I can't wait to see it for myself. Megs and Julie go on a road trip and it is going to be available Thanksgiving, but people can pre-order now. Again, hit them with the pre-order details. The pre-order details will be on iTunes. That's where you can do pre-orders. Get in there and pre-order it. And then obviously the, it's the longest title ever. <laughs> Ags and Julie go on a road trip. It's funny because I was testing it the other day and I'm thinking, I should have really rethought this title. <laughs> hey, it tells you what you're going to get, right? <laughs> totally. Exactly. It's very straightforward. Well, very good, Ryan. Thank you so much for your time today. We're going to have the link to the website and to the trailer in the info section of this podcast. Thanks again for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much, Nikki.